This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Knowledge at Wharton on Business Radio. Here's your host, Dan Loney. Well, the potential bailout that Greece is seeking from its creditors may be taking a bit of a different turn. Yesterday, reports surfaced that Greece would look to extend its loan agreement with the Eurozone for a period as uh, maybe as long as four to six months while it figures out which path to take. But members of the Eurozone want certain conditions met before agreeing to the extension. To explain what we will see next, we are joined by Franklin Allen, who currently is the executive director of the Brevin Howard Center at Imperial College Business School in London, also a professor of finance and economics at Wharton here at the University of Pennsylvania, currently on leave. Franklin, great to have you on the phone again. Good to be back and talking with you. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, an article in the New York Times that I, that I read said that we may be at a point of reckoning again with this situation between Greece and, and the Eurozone. Do you agree? I think it's going to take some time before we find that out. I, I, I think it's a, a long, complicated process that they're involved in, and neither side wants to back down, but nobody really wants to agree because it's very difficult to come up with an agreement which politically is acceptable to both sides. And obviously that may be the biggest hurdle, as you alluded to, is the fact that uh, in some respects this is becoming more and more of a political matter. Yes, I think if it was just economics, as it has been mostly in the past in these kinds of situations, it would be fairly easy for them to come up with a deal. But both sides have got to be able to walk away and, and tell their political constituencies that they haven't given in on the on the key points. And I think that's very difficult for them to come up with a set of words that is going to allow them to do that. So then do we take anything from the fact that the most recent discussions ended so quickly, or are we still, in some respects, in a bit of a feeling-out process? I think we're in a, a feeling-out process of quite how far each side is, is willing to go. But I think there's, there's a good chance that we'll have some kind of agreement in the end, but there's also a significant chance that we won't. If we don't have an agreement, what ends up happening? There are a number of suggestions that are being mooted in the press about what may actually happen if we don't have an agreement. So one is talk of a dual currency, and then the other is a talk of a Grexit. Uh, and I, I'm not sure that they've thought enough on the Greek side about which one of those options or what of the other options that might be available to them they, they would eventually do. What do you think, then, is the most important thing that Greece is trying to accomplish right now from their perspective? What is the number one and maybe number two things that they want to get out of these negotiations? So that's a very difficult question to answer, I think. I mean, in the short run, they seem to be wanting to be able to say that they have ended the current agreement in some sense and that they're fulfilling their campaign promise. And quite the set of words that are used to, to say that, I, I think, is one of the sticking points at the moment. In economic terms, I think it's very difficult to know what they want beyond the the uh, 
four or six month extension to mm-hmm. negotiate some future agreement. Uh, it, it, it's difficult to imagine exactly how they're going to sell this to both sides. Uh, the the new gentleman running uh, the the Greek government, uh, Mr. Tsipras, he came off to me in, in seeing some of the, the news media reports as somebody that uh, would seem to be a very strong-willed individual and one that, uh, obviously, in his case, he's going to try and get the best deal he can, uh, f- get the most that he can on his end. But at some point, does he have to almost take a bit of a conciliatory tone, understanding how much uh, of an issue this is right now on the Eurozone? Well, that's the thing I think we don't know, because if you look at his speeches in the Parliament over the last few days, what you see is a very defiant tone, whereby they're going to start passing laws that push back what's been done so far. And yet what you read in the newspapers is they're talking about keeping a large number of the current agreements in place. And quite where they go from there, it's difficult to say. If he has to back down in a dramatic way on on what he's been saying in Parliament, then I don't think he's going to have much of a future in terms of of elections and and maybe even in terms of Parliament. So, uh, again, it's it's extremely difficult to know where they're going to end up. As I say, though, I wouldn't rule out that they they adopt a plan whereby they, they simply exit, but they may do a deal. Well, and that's a great question because that's been talked about uh, for uh, for some time. Uh, going back to the election process, is whether or not Greece would go out on their own and leave the eurozone, and that obviously would uh, trigger quite a few changes in terms of uh, monetary policy all across Europe because of the fact that Greece would be basically running on their own uh, on their own currency again. Yes, I mean, I think my own view is that Greece would probably come out of it. In the medium term, okay, I think in the short term there would be a lot of uncertainty, but in the medium term they could default on the debt, uh, they've got a primary surplus, and a lot of the uncertainty would be gone uh, in terms of how things are going to play out. But I think it's really the Eurozone that would have the big problem because there would be a lot of political contagion in terms of politicians in other countries uh, arguing that they might also leave and negotiating harder and so forth. And that that may well cause enormous problems for the Eurozone. It, it, if people think other countries might leave, there's going to be capital flight and so on. And I, I think what the Greeks are trying to do at the moment is to push the limits of that. And that's why we see this tremendous uncertainty about exactly how things are going to play out. So then it doesn't seem like either side really has uh, an advantage at this point. Both are, are obviously trying to play their specific angles that, they, that they're trying to get, but uh, there doesn't seem to be any one side or the other that has an advantage. I would That, that would be my view, that, that both sides have, have got very strong cards to play. And they're both pushing, and it's, it's not clear where we're going to end up. We're talking with Franklin Allen, uh, who is a executive director of the Brevin Howard Center at Imperial College Business School in London. Also a Wharton professor uh, of finance and economics uh, currently on leave. We're talking about the uh, latest on the situation in Greece right now. Uh, I guess officially they are going to make the... 
the 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 push forward to try and extend their loan agreement uh, tomorrow. Uh, from what I'm seeing in, in a lot of the media outlets, uh, do you think that that is going to end up being something that the eurozone will accept at least right now? Uh, and obviously, from the other perspective. Uh, I guess the Eurozone is asking for certain conditions. One I read and that uh, kind of caught me off guard was that they want to have certain uh, control over uh, the types of legislation that get passed or at least have a, a, a say in the legislation that gets passed within, within terms of uh, economic policy. So these are the kinds of things which I, I think it's going to be very difficult for the CPRAS government to accept because it's precisely this kind of detailed management that they've been reacting against and they base their election campaign on. On the other hand, if they don't, if the Eurozone doesn't have any control, it's not clear how it's going to play out and how it's going to end up. So my own view is it's going to take a lot longer than tomorrow. Uh, They may do some kind of preliminary deal, but these negotiations over the next four months are going to be, or six months, even if they do the deal, is going to be extremely difficult. The real problem is that they just simply don't have the financial resources to pay back the money. And they can do this extend and pretend game, but there's a limit to that. If they're going to try and keep to any of the kinds of... um, fiscal compact treaty and so forth that, they, that they've all signed up to. So th- this is the problem, I think, at the moment. And, and, ob- forward. and obviously they also have another uh, big issue in the fact that uh, their levels of unemployment are, are unbelievably high. I think they're up in the 20s. Uh, in terms of percentage of people that are unemployed. And that obviously also has an effect on the tax revenue that, that Greece could potentially pull in and obviously help their, help their cause out in some respects. Yeah, no, they have tremendous problems that way. Uh, they're in the midst of, of something which is, is comparable to the Great Depression in the U.S. in the 1930s. And it, it, the, the real problem is that... that they started to grow, but their growth has been very anemic. And until they start growing strongly again, these problems aren't going to go away. They're going to keep on coming back unless they write off the debt in some way. And, and that is obviously, as as you uh, and we have mentioned here, that's kind of the big uh, gorilla in the room is that Greece would like to be able to write it off, period, end of sentence. And the Eurozone is does not want to let them get away with it. But in some respects, writing off that debt would certainly be a, a big step forward in terms of getting Greece's uh, house in order in some respects. Yes, and I think inevitably that's going to happen at some stage because I don't think they're going to start growing strongly again as long as they're in the Eurozone. And that's that's the basic problem. Now, they can keep adding it up, but as I say, this goes against a lot of the treaties that they've signed. So this is the problem that they're, that they're struggling with, I think. And why This process of this bailout in Greece trying to get its affairs in order has been going on for quite some time. Why is it that it has taken this long just to get to this point and we haven't seen more progress from the Greek government in terms of trying to get the unemployment numbers down and, and, and trying to get the, the uh, just the, the general overall economic view of Greece in a much better situation? Well, they don't have any fiscal room to do any of the things that one would think of 
to try and do some of those things. And, and until something happens, I don't think it's going to change that much. And this, this is why, from, from my perspective, the Grexit is probably something that, that would end the uncertainty and, and they could start growing again. But it would cause huge problems for the Eurozone, and, and that's what they're trying to push against and use as a bargaining chip to get some concessions. Uh, we're joined by Franklin Allen uh, of the uh, Imperial College Business School, also a professor here at the Wharton School, uh, currently on leave over in London, a professor of finance and economics. Your questions, if you'd like to uh, join in the conversation, more than welcome, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866 is the number. Do you think we're at, at, at an impasse here that that it seems like, from what you have said here in the last 10 minutes or so, that we're at a stage where this is going to go right down to the political wire, much like we see here in the United States with so many things going on in Congress trying to get deals passed? Yes, I think it will go down to the wire, and I think it may, just like it has done in Congress, may well go beyond the wire. Yeah. And in this case, I think that they may well just not reach an agreement, and uh, we may see something we haven't seen for a while. Which is? That the, the, the parties simply don't reach agreement, and they walk away, and they do a Grexit, or they do something else, which is outside what is expected. And it's a while since we've seen that kind of thing, but yeah. I think it's a good chance it could happen here. What ends up being, and I think we, we touched on it briefly, but it bears uh, bringing it back up, is what do we end up thinking that the, the, the result would be of a Greek exit from the Eurozone? So from the Greek side, as I say, they can write off most of the debt. I don't think they default on the IMF debt, and I don't think they default on the private debt. But then they can default on the rest, which is a significant amount. Uh, they can um, start running their own affairs again. They can start running um, the banks themselves. They can start printing money. And... You know, if you look at what happened with Argentina, they actually started growing again in a few months, and within a few years, they they doubled their GDP. Now, who knows what will happen with Greece? But there's there's still, but you know, their GDP is about 25% below what it was at, at the at the start of the crisis. So they they they've certainly got potential to grow, and they might do that. As I say, I think for the eurozone, this creates all kinds of uncertainties about the nature of of the euro project and, and would be problematic. Yeah. But it certainly is an option for the Greeks just to simply to, to, to exit the euro. Yeah, because in the end, they have to worry about trying to get their own affairs uh, in order. And that's one of the things we've mentioned on this show, and I think with you as well, is the fact that uh, when, when you look at the recovery of the European economy uh, as a whole, uh, it is a much different set situation when you compare it to the recovery of the American economy because of the fact that uh, the U.S. is obviously one entity basically running under one ideal, whereas Europe, you have a variety of different countries and a variety of different ideas of how to go forward and how to make the uh, the process work. And that's the big problem, I think, in the Eurozone. They're simply not growing. And the problem is that they've been making policy decisions based on growth forecasts, which have turned out to be ludicrously optimistic. 
and completely out of line with what has actually happened. And this is the sense in which the policies have been have failed. And I think this is why the the Greeks voted to, to to change them in a dramatic way. So then, what ends up being the 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 future of the euro and the eurozone? If Greece does decide to exit, obviously you said it does present some problems in the short term, but does it present issues longer term? Yes, and I think whatever happens, those issues are still there in a dramatic way. So this is the first time we've seen a a, a far left party openly challenge austerity and all of the things that that involves. But if you look at what's happening in France, for example, the uh, National Front is doing very well politically. And uh, we saw that they almost won um, the by-election recently. They they failed by just a few tenths of a percentage point to win that. Uh, They won the European elections in the sense of getting the highest vote. And they're a strongly anti-Euro party. If they were to gain more power or to start influencing the center-right parties in a more dramatic way, who knows where we can end up. But that's that's just one example. And, and I think that, that this is the real problem, is that until the Eurozone starts growing strongly again, there are going to be lots of political questions about whether the Euro is a good idea still. And it may be that the centrists agree, but the, the, the far right and the far left, it's not at all clear that they will keep supporting this. We have right now, uh, the discussions are being held by the finance ministers of all of these countries. Uh, getting the political leaders involved, would that have any significant change in terms of trying to get a deal done? Or will they basically just follow the suit, follow the lead of their finance ministers from each specific country? I think if a deal's going to be done, ultimately they will have to get involved. Uh, if a deal's not going to be done, they may get involved, but they may decide to stay out of it. But getting the political leaders involved, would that? how much does that muddy up the waters in some respects? I think that muddies up the waters a great deal. That, that's the sense in which it is. Is there this way of coming up with a set of words where everybody can claim victory? If the technic, if the finance ministers can do that, then then that's a huge achievement. But my own view is that's going to be extremely difficult for them. And obviously we're talking about uh, any potential deal that would be done in a relatively short amount of time because it, reading some of the articles, isn't it uh, early March or mid-March where uh, a true decision would have to be made by Greece one way or another? So I think there's tremendous uncertainty about what those dates are. If if people think it's going to unravel, then there's going to be a run on the banks. And there's a slow run, but not a fast run. And it could happen very quickly. On the other hand, if they think it's not going to happen, it could go on for quite some time. There's also the issue of can they raise money from the Russians? Can they go to the Chinese? There are lots of other possibilities, which at the moment are not very discussed in the press, but there are a whole range of things. And so I think that there aren't any real hard deadlines out okay. there at the moment, and it could take a long time. But as you, uh, it could all be over in a few days, too. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uncertainty. Well, and, and obviously, if there, were, if there started to be a run on the banks, that would be uh, obviously a very concerning thing to have happened uh, for the Greek economy going forward. 
Yeah, I mean, that'll force them into Grexit because if they're going to save the banks, they need to have their own monetary policy and start um, being able to, to provide liquidity assistance themselves. So that's the sense in which it could, it could all happen very quickly, but if things go on the way they are currently, it could take a while. And I guess in some respects, we are talking truly about a, a different set of standards right now between the countries that are in Southern Europe and the countries that are in Northern Europe right now. Yes, yes. In, in much of Northern Europe now, we have these negative interest rates, uh, a lot of money flowing in, and um, r- relatively strong economies. In Southern Europe, some of the countries like Spain are doing reasonably well, but um, it's mixed, yeah. We're joined by Franklin Allen uh, from London, joining us here on Knowledge of Wharton to start off the show uh, on this Wednesday. Great to have you with us. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866 is the number. As somebody that's obviously uh, been in the teaching profession and been around economics and finance for, for quite some time, does does what is going on in, in Greece and with the Eurozone even befuddle you a little bit? Oh, yes. Well, it's now down to politics, I think, more than economics. And, and finance, and, that, and that's the problem. Uh, as I say, as we started out, it, it really both sides have to politically walk away saying they were winners, and that's tough. That ends up being a, a, a big hurdle to try and cl- uh, try and climb uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks here to try and get a deal done. Uh, so then, your general opinion is is that we we've got so many unknowns here. You could easily just to see Greece leave the eurozone, as we could see a deal get done in in the span of a couple of days. Yeah, these are all possibilities. I would say. Okay, Franklin, thanks very much for coming on the show. Greatly appreciate the time. Uh, All the best to you over there in London. Thank you again. Thank you. My pleasure. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.